Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's that time again. That's right, uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. I am Fred, uh, along with Art Source. Uh, of Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC. And uh, we are taping this uh, podcast at uh, 401. Without Scott, I couldn't do it because I cannot do my own podcast and I'm a technical fool. I'm a math guy and not a business guy. I got problems. All right, anyways, um, you know what else might be a problem? The back page of today's USA Today, uh, uh, the uh, the weekly, uh, Lightning Rod Bauer out to conquer L.A., so, Art Source, do you think Trevor Bauer will conquer Los Angeles? Well, I'll tell you what, they've got a heck of a chance. I mean, what a rotation. I saw where Walter Bueller got signed again, and he's going to have two years. So I was looking at the rotation. I see seven really good arms. And what, what bothers me a little bit is, you know, it's going to kind of stunt the growth of the young guys a little bit. And, you know, there's also questions about his uh, fitting in with the Dodger clubhouse. And I think that's going to be a part of it. You know, will will he be a positive role model in the clubhouse? That's going to be the most important factor because we know the Dodgers have a heck of a ball club. I mean, their payroll is, is – I, I wouldn't want to pay their, their, their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they're 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 not losing money with no fans or uh, fifty thousand there either. In either case, the Guggenheims are not losing money. Um, he's already though Trevor Bauer writing to the fans, "Don't bug me for autographs." So it's taken him six days to go in that direction. Any comments? Seriously, huh? The fans huh? who pay his salary—that's <laughs> um, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, there's a reason why he's played for three teams in a very short career. And, you know, Fred, we talked about this on our show, our national show the other night. You know, if you look at his years, the, the years that he played, you know, whether we're talking Cincinnati, he had a wonderful year. But the previous four or five years in Cleveland, he was, you know, not, not much more than an average pitcher when you look at his overall ERA. I mean, he was right around 4.22. Um, you know, the guy's got talent. There's no doubt about that. I just wonder if he's worth – the most money that a pitcher or a major league baseball player has ever received. That's my question. Well, how about this question? Uh, his comments that uh, go hand in hand with uh, QAnon, uh, as far as uh, what's going on in this world. Do you think that's going to uh, fit well in that clubhouse, as you indicated, or management had to know? And uh, if anybody knows about QAnon, uh, you would have, you would assume that the Guggenheims and uh, Andrew Friedman might look in a different direction. I did not know about the QAnon thing uh, until last week uh, when they started writing about it in the LA Times, but. Uh, uh, folks, I mean, everything is political in this world. There is no question about that. But when you're that extreme, you're going to make enemies. Art Source, your thoughts? Uh, I don't know much about QAnon, to be perfectly honest with you, Fred. 
But, uh, you know, I tried to do a little research on it. It's kind of hard to really look at because, I mean, it's it's something that I would say the mainstream and both parties would have nothing to do with. And, you know, I, I just... I just, I just find, you know, anybody that that takes that kind of a far, far ended look at things, you know, I just don't, I don't agree with it. And I know there's politics and everything, but I just, I don't know how to even answer that question. I mean, it's just, it's not a good one at all. Folks, QAnon believes uh, George Soros causes all the difficulty in the world and B, uh, lasers are being shot uh, around the world as we speak. Uh, at 4.05 on Thursday, uh, uh, February uh, 11th in 2021. Basically, that's QAnon. And apparently Trevor Bauer, based on what he's writes and uh, what uh, he uh, tweets, uh, agrees with a lot of what uh, QAnon says. And again, you're in a clubhouse. Just, just like, take the manager for perspective. you got a, a black Japanese manager who also went to UCLA, ironically. Uh, Dave Roberts is no fool. He knows what QAnon is. And... Uh, I, I don't know how you separate somebody who actually believes in that nonsense from the human being and from the picture. Well, let me ask you a question, Fred. Did he come out and actually say he supports that, or no, is well, that he, something that they're writing about? Uh, in the L.A. Times, a couple times over the last six days, they've been mentioning his comments uh, equate to what QAnon uh, agrees with. Now, I'm not saying he. I don't. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you can be a member of QAnon. I don't. I, I guess you just I mean, have to agree with what it says. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that throw a lot of things around in this society right now, with with you know the as fractured as our nation is, and you know I, before before you condemn condemn somebody for saying something, it would be really nice to know the truth. And I'm not saying he is or isn't. What I'm saying is I think it's too easy to throw that kind of stuff out there without really really getting to the facts of it of it all. And, and that's all I'm saying. I, I, I like to give somebody the benefit of the doubt until, you know, it's like it's like our process, due process. You're innocent until proven guilty. That's all I'm trying to say. Folks, believe uh, sports business, sports media. I am Fred. He is Art Source, uh, for, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And I already mentioned our national show at uh, 10 p.m. on Friday night on sportsbyline.com or Sirius 217 or XM203. You can listen to uh, Sports Overnight America. And uh, we are joined by our good friend uh, Mark Mancini, American Maybe the world's worst uh, sports uh, handicapper. And hey, we Fred, t- I got a question for you. Uh-huh. Is this new media contract that the NFL is going to sign uh, or trying to get, you know, signed as quickly as possible, is it going to be affected by the fact that the ratings in the Super Bowl were the worst it's been since 2007? Yeah, the ratings dropped 9%. Uh, but again, is that from the political point of view that people don't want the players getting involved in politics? Is it the fact that the pandemic is on your mind 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Is it the fact that uh, from the point of view, you couldn't have two better quarterbacks going in, but in the second half... That's what I'm saying. I mean, you had a lot of star power in that game. Um, You know, the negative ratings tell me that, you know, maybe, maybe football is not to the millennials what it is to our generation. I'm starting to... To see this from more of an age group situation, um, and I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. 
No, I, it's possible. I mean, obviously, as uh, time moves on. By the way, uh, on this date in 1986, uh, the Super Bowl shuffle by the Chicago Bears <laughs> Southland crew, including Mike Ditka, uh, went gold. Uh, so I didn't realize it sold that many records, but uh, yeah. the Super Bowl shuffle. And, and, I thought that was one of the coolest things of all time. Okay, I've but, had a lot of opportunities to play golf with Jim McMahon over the years, and he's a hoot. And i got to tell you, that was one heck of a football team. I would not want to play offensive football against that that Bears team. <laughs> let, let me let me tell you about uh, about uh, uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, Mike Ditka, of course, you know, as rough as they come, uh, very conservative in his issues and his attitudes. He wrote that if he had an eight-year-old son, he would not let him play football because of CTE and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he has seen it up close and personal. I mean. You know, he was involved with Sweetness, Dale Sayers, and seeing what he went through. He's had a lot of teammates. Uh, Dick Buckus feels very similar about those things. Um, You know, I'm a big fan of Mike Ditkins. Many times when I was in the locker rooms after the game, you know, the one thing Mike couldn't stand is is fools. And if you asked him a stupid question, boy, he'd light you up like a, a, a Fourth of July firecracker. And uh, I just, I just really have always appreciated his candor and his straightforward abilities to deal with things. And I mean, he's probably from a different era. Iron Mike Ditka, but you know, I, I look back at it now, and and guys like him and Parcells, and of course the late Marty Schottenheimer. How about the Washington Post, the guy that writes the obituaries, saying what he said about Marty Schottenheimer? Did you happen to hear about that at all? Couldn't win the big game or the basically, yeah. Uh, yeah. In someone's, you know, final epithet. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, the guy the guy had more people that loved him that played for him. If you ever met Marty Schottenheimer, he shook your hand, he looked you in the eye. You, you could always walk up to him, and, and the sad part is one of the most devastating diseases ever. You know, Alzheimer's takes away the, the greatest part of Marty, which was his huma- humanity. And Bill Cowher speaks highly of him as well. And, you know, I just, I, I just hate to see that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, you look at the three goofy plays that kept him from the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, Biner going in for a touchdown against Denver. Um, you know, you see the last second pass when he's in Cleveland from Elway. You know, I mean, and then the missed field goal when he was coaching, you know, from Pete Stoyanovich, one of the best kickers ever. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then, of course, he tells the defensive back for the Chargers on the last play of the game against the Patriots, you're going to have a chance to intercept the ball on fourth down. Don't catch it. (laughs) And the guy catches it, and then Brown knocks it out of his hand. They kick the field goal, and they lose. I mean, four situations. That, you know, and, and believe me, I'm not saying he would have won the Super Bowl, but staff four happens, chances like that happen. That was just, I mean, I hate to say it, that's just bad luck. Life is uh, not fair. And, you know, let's go back to Ditka for a moment. I don't know if you remember this, but in the 70s, uh, a fan, and based on the fact that a fan, of course, ran across the field last Sunday in the Super Bowl, a fan uh, in a Bears game uh, ran on the field. Ditka knocked him flat. Uh, something I will never forget as long as I live. I remember Peter Jacobson at the British Open. <laughs> that was another one. I mean, he, he made the tackle. He was playing the 18th uh, hole, and the guy ran out there, and the dude 
Jacobson took him down, and I mean, all the British people stood up and clapped. Yeah, it's you know that guy got that guy got charged with trespassing and was let out of jail about three hours later. Folks, uh, this is uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. He is Art Source. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We're taping this on uh, uh, February 11th at 4.13 uh, in the uh, afternoon. Uh, we talked about the Dodger pitching. And let me go back to the Dodgers for one moment. You know, they decided now that uh, there will not be a DH in the uh, National League, which I like. I mean, I, I, I like not having the DH. I like manager having to make a decision. The Dodgers have one for sure, good-hitting pitcher in Tony Gonson. I don't know if you've seen him close enough, I mean, many times enough. He know he takes a good swing, and I don't know what his batting average was when he ever bat, you know, in the minors. When 233. Oh, are you kidding or not? I don't know. But, I mean, he can oh, hit. 233. Okay, that's what I'm yeah. talking Okay, so he can hit. So that may reserve sort of a job for him based on the fact that uh, we're not going to have the DH, but now you've got somebody uh, who might only pitch once, uh, you know, every 10 days or something like that, but he can hit for you and, uh, you know, he can pinch hit for you. And so that may help him. And he's a good pitcher too, but I'm just saying that's an extra added ingredient. And if you're the Dodgers, you might look in that direction. Yeah. And, and I've also noticed that Kershaw seems to swing the bat fairly well. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, he's an athlete. I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed that they actually got away with that. And I was talking to, uh, I was actually listening to uh, uh, Russo uh, on baseball, and he was saying that was one of the one of the things that he wanted to see changed. Now, are they going to do the runner at second base in the extra innings? Yes. This year as well? I yes. can't stand that. I mean, you're yeah. a purist, Fred. That, that's going to be, if it's extra innings, it's extra innings. I don't mind the second game of the doubleheader being seven innings, but if you paid full price for the game, which they're saying they're going to have fans in New York this year for baseball, which I think is amazing. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't – I don't think you want to change a game from 18 – that's been so awesome since the Cincinnati Red Sox in the 1860s. I hate to see them tearing away the, the tradition and fabric of baseball. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you talk, folks, what Art's talking about is that, uh, first of all, in the 10th inning, you all, in every half inning, you start with a uh, runner with no outs on second base. And uh, two seven-inning, uh, if you have a doubleheader, each game goes seven innings. And, uh, you know, even in the minors, they used to be nine innings and then seven innings. But now, of course, uh, it's seven and seven. I think the records, uh, I don't know. I mean, does a pitcher have to go five innings? I guess so in a seven-inning game is, is he has to go five in a nine-inning game, or should he be able to just go four in a in a, in a seven-inning game? I, I think records, right. you know, there are records that, uh, you know, won't mean as much, and I think records are, you know, very important to the game of baseball. I mean, I, I look at my baseball cards, and I look at, you know, the backs of them, and, you know, the names, and, you know, if they, he did this or he did that, and now going seven innings versus nine or starting at second base if you're a relief pitcher, I don't. I just don't like it. I agree with Art. And uh, but again, and I don't know how that saves anybody. Anyway, you're telling me that, you know, saving two innings uh, is going to stop the pandemic or getting the game over in the tenth or the eleventh. I guarantee you, there'll be fans from the first inning on who won't be wearing masks in New York and elsewhere where there will be fans. So uh, and there's not going to be a, a, a policeman for every single fan in every single stadium. And I don't care if there's only four thousand or ten thousand instead of fifty thousand. A lot of those 4,000 could uh, spread the disease. And, uh, well, it's you know. like I was talking with a good friend of mine the other day, you know, on the same point about records and how important records are. And 
especially in the game of baseball. You know, I, I asked him, I said, point blank, and he's a big baseball fan. I said, you know, who led the league in home runs in the American League and the National League last year? Yeah, he 60 games. Me, he looked, yeah, he looked at me and he said, wow. And, you know, nobody would think that Luke Voigt led the American League in home <laughs> runs with 22. I mean, he doesn't even have a job this year, right? And then you look at the National League, the Braves, they had to, you know, dig into the, the bottom of the till to come up with the money to give the home run champion in the National League enough money to sign with them. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's such different times. It's amazing to me. But, you know, I was I was sad to hear that, that Billy Canigliero passed away. And this is just another one of these guys. I mean, it's at the point now where, you know, I wake up every morning and I'm afraid to, you know, to look on the Internet because it seems like we're losing people right and left. And it's just so scary. And folks, COVID-19 has something to do with the numbers. I don't care what anybody says. They may have died of cancer or a heart attack or whatever, but COVID-19 gets to the weakest part of your body. And if you're 60 or 70, they're taking away a couple years or 10 years or 20 years of your life. And I just I firmly believe that. And you can argue all you want by emailing us at sportsfredatao.com, sportsfredatao.com. Hey, finally, before we go, I want to talk about uh, your USC Trojans and my UCLA Bruins basketball. Of course, uh, tonight and Saturday they play the Washington schools unless there's a, a stoppage because of uh, uh, COVID-19. Um, going into to last week, I knew USC was going to beat UCLA, and that's before uh, the two Bruin big guys uh, couldn't play. One was injured and one had personal problems. I don't know what the, the problem might have been. But the point is, USC is bigger, stronger, faster. Mobley's too good for him, and they've got a better coach. Your thoughts, Art Source? i got to tell you, that, you know, the one legacy that Pat Hayden did correctly in yes. USC yeah. was bringing this guy in. He's just been fabulous for the team. I mean, you look at their overall, you know, they're ranked 20th in the country. They're 14-3. and three. Uh, Excuse me, they're 15-3. and three. And, you know, they're, they're basically tied with UCLA now, you know, in the Pac-12. And, you know, with the problems the Bruins are having, you know, I got to tell you, that, that was one heck of a move. It's great to see, you know. And it's great to see the Pac-12 and the West Coast get a little scream here, you know, with Gonzaga being number one and undefeated all year long. Because for years, at least the last 15 or 20 years, to me, it seems like the, uh, the West Coast basketball has been relegated to a backseat in, in terms of national media. All right, so uh, on March 10th of last year, and today is February 11th of 2021, the whole world went nuts when the NBA had to uh, cancel the second half of the Oklahoma City uh, uh, baseball game, uh, basketball game. I have to put you on the spot here, Art Church, before we go. Will there be an NCAA tournament, yay or nay? And if you could get odds on it, what would you set the odds as far as uh, uh, having this tournament even begin? Did not have the tournament last year. Your thoughts? You know, we always talk about those those five key letters. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to tell me that uh, I think I think because of the greed factor, yes, we will have a tournament. And my caveat, if I was going to put odds on it, I'd say two to one. And I think I think they may follow the steps of the women, and they may do it in a bubble or at least in an area where they can keep control of the players and, 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 and make sure everybody's as safe as possible. 
All right, you stay as safe as possible, folks. Uh, Friday nights, you can listen to Sports Overnight America at 10 p.m. Pacific time on uh, sportsbyline.com, Sirius 217, XM 203. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. And, uh, folks, we'll talk to you next week right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.